Pikachu! Pikachu! Sa! Sa! Chu! Pikachu! Pikachu! Pika! Pikachu! Pikachu! Pika! Pika!
Got an idea for something you want to hear on the show? Email us directly at tips at infendo.com and get your suggestions in today. Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is episode 521. Wait, I think I time jumped. It's 421, isn't it? No, it's 521. I don't even know what you, episode you were, we're in on. the right you time period, right. and then you and then I was jumped, wrong, and now you're and all then now up. I'm right again. Maybe, maybe the next jump will be the one home. <laughs> exactly. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to Infendo Radio, everybody. Dun, I'm not dun, tired dun, at all. Dun, um, it's dun. the night before Thanksgiving, so isn't everybody tired? We all have to go deal with our um, our families tomorrow, mm. which is good for some people. And I'm oh, happy no, about mine. not my precious loved ones. I have to walk all the way <laughs> upstairs tomorrow. The commute is going to be horrible. The only thing I'm ex- not excited about is bundling up my newborn and trekking him across the town. You know, that doesn't sound fun. But other than that, I'm excited to see my family. I enjoy uh, torturing children, so for me, that'll just be a walk in the park. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Lucas, besides pretty, torturing children in the park? Pretty good. Planning on coming over to your house, bundling up your newborn, and taking him through the park just for kicks, you know. <laughs> Fair. Um, Justin, it sounds like you've got a big plans coming up here pretty soon. How are you doing this evening? I am doing well. Um, I... Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna be gone for the next couple of weeks. A uh, week from today, I'm getting married. Actually, a week from tomorrow, Yay! I'm getting married. So, I will be in Disney World for a week and a half with the family, um, growing myself a handlebar mustache <laughs> for the occasion. Fitting, fittingly. Um, and uh, yeah, so not going to be a whole lot of games to talk about in the next couple of episodes anyway so i just won't be here that's all right you're gonna build me a lightsaber it's fine they're only like 400 <laughs> bucks yeah, i'm not even building myself one i got plenty of them at home that i don't even use sad day steve when you're not building lightsabers what else are you building lately how are you doing tonight um i pulled myself away from pokemon long enough to talk to you guys so i am quite proud of myself <laughs> well, good deal. Well, um, we do have a great show planned for you tonight. As um, Justin noted earlier, he will be gone for the next couple of shows. But fear not, we have a good one for you tonight. Um, we're going to start the show off with um, 20 questions. Or not 20 questions, with Change the System. And then Steve's got a game plan for us. What game are you pl- are you playing tonight, Steve? We are doing bad game description. The it's sad thing is, favorites. it's not even twenty questions. That just came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I mentioned, I'm a little tired tonight. But other than that, we've got a great show for you tonight. We'll answer your questions in the question block. Uh, before we do, we want to make sure that we thank all of our producers, like we normally do. And we'd like to thank Sky Pharaoh, E.P. Knothead, the Bryannosaurus, Phantom, and Andrew Searson. Um, we're going to take a little break here, and we will be right back. Here at Infendo, we do more than just talk. We also write. Go to Infendo.com and read what we have to say about Nintendo and other things. All right, and we are back. It is time for Infendo Radio, and we are back with Change the System. Um, I'm ready for some games to be talking about other than Pokemon, but I can't stop playing Pokemon, so, like, you know what I'm going to be talking about here tonight, guys. Um, Although, I do want to talk about one thing um, that is a little bit 
topical news wise and that's that eShop sale because there's a lot of good games on sale in the eShop right now so like if you're listening to this I think that I think it ends on um, Cyber Monday maybe so if you're listening to us on um, when the show goes live there still might be a chance but um, I bought um, Bastion and Transistor on sale for like super cheap I think they were each like under a bucks or under two bucks so like yeah there's a lot of good deals to be had yeah, there was one I was looking at, but now I can't remember what it was. Which is kind of sad, so now I'm going to have to look. All I know is I am glad that I have been hoarding my uh, my Nintendo gold coins for so long, because I've got about 60 bucks sitting in the account re- ready to blow for just for an occasion like this. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I was half tempted to buy some, rebuy some games that I already have physically just because I want to have the digital version. So, like, Dark Souls Remasters, I think, was, like, 40% off. Like, there's a lot of good deals in the in the, in the um, eShop right now. I'm excited to get the, uh, the Contra and Castlevania collections for half off. Yeah. yeah. Monster Hunter and... is half off right now. Well, actually, I'll talk about the other thing I'm going to get when I do my change of system, so, but... <laughs> fair but uh yeah i mean if you're if you're looking for some games to play there's some deals to be had for sure like i, I guess the ones that i would highlight are um like nino kuni and overwatch i know is on sale cuphead if you haven't had a chance to play that so like yeah there's a lot of good stuff as i'm scrolling through the eShop right now um i think steve uh mentioned captain trode Tre- treasure tracker is even yeah on sale i think right i think that's the one i'm gonna get because i never played it on wii u my wife has it, we've just never sat down and played it, so maybe I'll get it. But again, that requires me to pull away from Pokemon for sure. more than ten minutes. Also rare, I think Breath of the Wild is on sale. I don't that doesn't usually go on sale too mm-hmm. often, so like, you know, that's a good one too. But yeah, other than that, I don't really have too much other news other than um, the news of me not being able to stop playing Pokemon. It's really good. I love this game a lot. Um, I don't know what else I really want to add to it. the discussion, though, because I haven't really beaten it yet. I will say that I've gotten to a, um, a cool town that I really liked exploring. Like um, I think we mentioned last week that some of the areas seemed a little bit barren, but this town that I'm in, it's I forget the, the name. I think it's like Hemlock or something. But um, Hedgeworth? Hammerlock? Um, Hammerlock. Yeah, Hammerlock. Uh-huh. I, it's a it's a really cool town. It's got a lot of cool um, 3D effects going on in the background, even. So yeah, I it's a lot of fun. Um, but other than that, I don't really have anything else that I've been playing. So like except for Pokemon, me and Lucas just did a raid battle, which was fun. So that was cool. Um, we caught a Santa Cobra together. It was very special. Mm-hmm. We named him Gary. He's our new best friend slash life partner. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's all good things in the in Pokemon. Still, it's still a really good game. I don't know that I would would say that it's my favorite Pokemon game. I'll I'll tell you once I finish it. I'm still I still lean heavily towards like the nostalgia of you know Gold and Silver. If I'm gonna have to choose one, but it's right up there with those games that I hold near and dear. So. Yeah. See, I do have to say I think this is my favorite Pokemon game. But then my my favorite though, like even though yeah I'm a Pikachu fan and there's Pokemon Yellow, like my favorite Pokemon game in the series is generally the current one, which is the one I'm putting the most time into. Sure, that's that's a valid expression. I I probably kind of buy into that too actually. Yeah. I'm an old timer. I need those those Gen One Gen Two nostalgias. Mm-hmm. I think 
artistically, uh, I don't, I don't have anything to talk about for change the system, guys. I'm at a hundred hours in Pokemon, um, <laughs> but but artistically, I think Gen two, Gold, Silver, um, specifically Gold and Silver, even not even going into Crystal where they started being animated, but those games, man, that is like pixel art to like the mwah, like mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the games have ever looked as pretty as Gen two. But, um, no, like, this game, there's something special, man. It's, it's a lot of fun. Of course, you know, it, it's special because it's new, and then at some point the next one will come out, and that'll be special. But I, I'm kind of with uh, Steve, you know? I, well, I, never, kind of, yeah. I never really felt head over heels with Sun and Moon, quite honestly. Like, Sun and Moon I, was I, a I hard sell. I was into it at the beginning, but by the time Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, I was like... Oh, you have flaws, like, <laughs> sure, like you yeah. know, like you know, like when you're when you just start dating and you get to that like let's move in together phase and you're <laughs> sure. like you're living together and then like six months later you're like you never clean the dishes. It's like it's like that, you know. Yeah, my poor wife, she had no idea what she was in for. <laughs> so now I'm, I don't know. With with Sun and Moon, I did really really enjoy them. I just noticed they didn't have staying power though. Like, I fell off pretty fast on those. I think I only did 40 or 50 hours a game. One thing that I really appreciate about these games um, that Sun and Moon was very much lacking in was that Sun and Moon was very story-heavy, which is kind of something they started around Gen 4 and then, in my opinion, perfected in Gen 5 before kind of falling off the bandwagon in Gen 6 and then really hitting it hard in Gen 7 and just having a really boring story. The story in this game is very basic, um, and it's like, I'm the bad guy, and why am I the bad guy? Random motivation! And then, like, you know, you battle the bad guy, and then it's over, and you've, you've saved the world, and there's, like, really no character development or anything beyond that but i'm fine with that in the same way that like oh no giovanni is the head of team rocket and a gym leader like it's like who cares you know i'm here for the pokemon not here for like 30 hours of an rpg story so i'm kind of happy they've regressed to a point where the plot is kind of bare bones again yeah. even going so far as to give us an option to skip cutscenes. so that's sure nice. so I, as, I i appreciate that actually as bad as it sounds i would be perfectly fine with a pokemon game that had no story yeah no i'm in the same like boat if it like, was if it was just a game about catching yeah. monsters i don't like like i think gen one didn't really have a plot you know i mean there was the team rocket right. thing going on in the background but that was that was that was that storytelling was that was storytelling through game design. That wasn't right. like a plot. That was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the world, and these are its inhabitants, and some of them are criminals. Like, you know? and and you know, and I think that's that that works for me because to me, mm-hmm. Pokemon isn't about the plot or exactly. you know any of the complicated. It's about the. I'm going to catch them all. I'm going to be a Pokemon master. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I happen to save the world while I'm at it, then fine. But, you know, that's why I've never really finished one. I've never cared enough about the uh, the plot or even the motivation to keep going. It's just about, oh, what's what Pokemon are in this region? You know, what new things can I get now? Now, I, I need a little of... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, do your thing, because I was going to go on a major tangent. So I, I was just going to say, for me in Pokemon, I need a little bit of both. So, like, yeah. in Gold and Silver, so, there was just enough, like, ancillary story. Team like, Rocket's coming back! Yeah, totally. Like, and same with the original Red and, Red and Blue, right? Like, like actually, when I was 
freaking eight years old, ten years old, that whole Giovanni is the yeah. final gym leader was like, oh, was exciting. Yeah. yeah, it really was. It was great. So maybe so. this is a good Shut game up. for you. Maybe I this was is... like 18 years old. <laughs> maybe this is a good game for you then, because it, I, I think it kind of goes back to that, like, yeah, there's a plot, but it's not so... See, to me, to me, the plot thing really peaked at Gen 5. That black and white was more of an RPG with Pokemon than it was like a straight-up Pokemon game. Like, it was like, we are the villains, and we want to destroy the world kind of thing, and here's a bunch of story, and here's the, all these characters that you know, and you're leaving home and going on an adventure. And it was like, oh yeah, and you're playing Pokemon. Mm -hmm. But it felt like an RPG, even down to you and your like main rival character, N, each getting one of the legendary dragons and battling at the top of the castle that rose totally. from the sky. And like, you know, it felt like you were playing like a Final Fantasy or something. But this game very much is just kind of like, oh, hey, here's some characters, you know, watch them grow a little bit. Um, Bede, B-E-D-E, -E, I assume that's how you pronounce his name. The one with the curly hair or whatever. I hated him in the beginning. Man, he was a fun trip. Like, yeah. he, is a, he is a fun character to watch grow over the course I, I, I of the game. I think I'm seeing his, like, character arc it um, it right it, it goes in a like it takes a full circle dude like he yeah. he has an experience and it is fun mm -hmm. um then you've got like you know like hop is interesting because he wants to be like his brother who's the champion but he has to go up against you and the the characters in this game are fun they don't have these gigantic plots but they have just enough motivation to feel like real characters and i like that you know yeah so it's it's been a good time for me i've i've really gotten attached to these characters more than anyone else and i'm sorry that i'm talking but i'm the only one with energy tonight so <laughs> forgive me you're not wrong um they my coffee will kick in eventually when when i was playing with one of my friends um the first night that it came out um, I, I was remarking on the fact that the trainers that I connected with more, like the characters who made sense to me, were the like adult trainers, like Leon, mm -hmm. the champion, and Sonia, the professor, whose grandma's like, you never do anything, get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, like, I actually like, like Sonia. Like they're like, they're the, they're the trainers that I really get, as opposed to like, you know, the kids who it's just like, we're on a Pokemon adventure, but like Leon's like a full grown adult. And there's like all yeah. these moments in the game where he's like, you guys go on your gym challenge. It's my job to fix this. I'll fix it. I'm yeah, the champion. I'm cool. like, I'm like, I get Leon. Like he makes sense. Like he is, he is the character that like, I'm, I'm playing the game and I'm like, I want to be like Leon. I don't want to be like hop, you know, I don't want to be <laughs> yeah. some like 10 year old kid. I want to be the, the freaking like, you know responsible adult who's making the world a better place kind of thing. So well, and I, I kind of appreciated the fact that they kind of took care of whatever was going on in the background like yeah. the characters did. Yeah. Because I got to that seventh gym like you do in every Pokemon game. And you it's were like, waiting. all right, here we go. Yeah. Stuff's going to go sideways. I'm going to go catch myself a legendary. I'm going to stop myself a bad guy. And then I'll finish the game. And that's not how it happened. And that was actually rather refreshing. I rather enjoyed that. Yeah, like, they're I actually like letting you be a child. And yeah, I go finished your the gym seventh challenge. gym. And it's like, okay, now you're going to go here. And I'm like, what? <laughs> not, to, not to spoil all of this for you, Eugene. But yeah, right. no, it's, you know, it's a good time. So. Yeah, I really I'm, like I'm, this game. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm excited to um, definitely get into it more. My um, my thing is, and I think I talked about this pre-show. I'm having a hard time like powering through it just because I'm having such a good time exploring everything. I um, like, for example, I'm basically just kind of exploring the wild area 
wholesale, even though that there's so many wild monsters that are just like kicking my butt. But I just want to kind of like see everything, can't collect all the Pokeballs, and like, you know, mm-hmm. even though I can't quite kind of go everywhere yet, because <clears throat> right. they kind of gate certain areas off almost, mm-hmm. um, you yeah. know, Metroid ish. But um, yeah, like it's, uh, it, I, I am really enjoying this game a whole lot, even though I don't have all of my. However many, how many Pokemon are there now? 800 Pokemons? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know the current number. <laughs> I think it's like 800. It's, well, remember, remember it I said it was... It was 807. No, but remember I said that it was like... Um, we were on episode like 520 and I was like, oh, there's 50 more. And it turned out it was like 870 or something. Oh, yeah, it was so 60 right more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so right around there. Um, um, would you like to um first or yeah, shall I? Yeah, I, I have a story <laughs> to tell. Oh, okay. Then can I can I get mine out real quick and then can yeah, you do your ahead. story? Because mine's go not ahead. a story. Um, I'm just going to say that I really appreciate that for like the first time ever, there's like some light MMO elements to the point where I'm playing and I see this raid right before the show starts. And I can actually say to Eugene, hey, man, I just found a, a Santa Cobra raid. Like, let's I'm, hit it together. You I'm know? And like, I didn't join it because that yeah. was a good Santa Cobra. And, but but that Eugene can actually join in on that. Like, that's cool to me. Like, totally. I've, I've never been able to do that before in a game like this. And it, it really right. is hitting the right buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the coolest thing about that it, to me is that that's, I think this is actually the first time we've actually played a Pokemon game together, and it was just that yeah. easy, right? You're like, hey, well, do because, you want to jump in this raid with me? And I'm like, sure. And we because did it. it's not it's not like, oh, well, we can trade, but you don't have anything I want, or oh, we can battle, but you know, you're not gonna have Pokemon that can even like, you know, exactly. body my po. It's like it's like, oh, hey, we can team up and do something together. Like, isn't that cool? So. Yeah, so I did a thing, you guys. Um, well, I did two things, actually, so I want to tell both these stories. You okay. guys will remember okay. back when this game was announced, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to have all the Pokemon. I turned. I'm like, I'm not buying this game. I'm not supporting this game. I'm standing my ground. And slowly but surely, Lucas chipped away at me and chipped away at me. And eventually, Cole shifted me over the edge, and I ended up buying the game, right? <laughs> so yeah. now that I've had a chance to finish the game, the main story anyway, I still have a lot more game to go. Um, but now that I've had a chance to finish the main story, I'm this. like... I feel like I've won. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have a reward certificate at Best Buy. I get a 20% discount. Now, hey, I've got a birthday coupon for an extra 10%. So I went ahead and I bought the other version. So now, <laughs> not only did I buy the first version I wasn't going to buy, I've bought both versions. And Steve, I, oh, God. And you I know what I just realized? Went... He's what? probably playing with himself because you He's have going to switch to. I'm going to, too. actually. He's going oh. to. Yeah, that's Please. the plan. Please um, don't tell uh, us these things. <laughs> no, but w- so what I'm going to do, my plan, is I'm going to transfer shield to my big switch, and then my little switch is going to be the home of sword. It's not getting better. <laughs> oh, it, it gets worse. You ha- I haven't said anything yet. Lucas already knows where this story's going. Oh, except, except about your big switch and your little switch. <laughs> yeah. And that you're playing with yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, what I did... Was I wanted a He'll get the... it eventually, guys. Oh, I get it. I'm just fully ignoring it. <laughs> I took the time to find myself a hidden ability Eevee. I could have oh, waited. God. I could have waited to get this Eevee until Pokemon Home comes out next year, but I wanted it now because I wanted to build <laughs> my Eevee team for the first time ever. So here's the problem. The only place that you can get a hidden ability Eevee is from a rare raid. That's the purple light. Not the red one, but the purple one. Okay. There's different lights? 
Yeah, yeah there's, so there's have the you ever red oh beams God. and the purple beams with the swirls. Has, yeah, have right? you ever noticed there's the big one with like the clouds and then there's the little red ones. The oh, purple okay. one I, I the purple one the means ones, but yeah. I So know the purple one means lights. it's a rare den. Right. And you can get rarer Pokemon, more chances at hidden yeah. abilities, all that stuff. Yeah, so there are there's fifty different areas that you can catch Pokemon called dens. Each den has a common and a rare den, right? Eevee is only available in the rare den in den number 65. So you have to get the purple light. You have a one in, in 10 a chance. In that specific yeah. one that you're going for. So the reason the reason I'm so invested in Steve's story is because now you're I'm doing it trying, too, bitch. I'm trying to do the exact same thing with Duraludon, yeah. which is this Yours. dragon that's new to this game. Yeah, the difference is, though, is I had 15%. You have 5 I have 5% so odds. Each so time, each time you throw down a wishing piece... You have a 1 in 10 chance, a 10% chance, to get a rare den. This is the perfect Once you have, I know, right? <laughs> Once you have that rare den, you there's 3, 4, and 5 star raids that can spawn, and you've got a certain percentage chance to get a 5 star raid. The Eevee that I needed was only available in a 5 star raid, and so, only 15% <laughs> oh of said 5 star And I'm raids. in the same situation, but I have to get that 10% chance then a five-star raid, and then a 5% chance of getting my thing. So, yeah. And yeah, to give so you an this idea, is how Pokemon works. To give you an idea of how hard it is, how hard a 5% chance is, that's the chance of finding Ralts in uh, Ruby and Sapphire, and it can take 30 minutes to an hour just to find it normally. That's not even accounting for the rare den versus the common den. Sure. Okay? Well, now, once I've got my Eevee, there's another 50% <laughs> chance that it can have its hidden ability. <laughs> Oh, God. So I finally got my Eevee against all the odds, right? But that wasn't good enough. Now I want an Eevee of each evolution in a oh, different God. Pokeball. So then he so had now to I have breed to go to each four, one. And oh, I have boy. to catch an Eevee in the correct Pokeball. <laughs> breed to get the... What, what did I do? I did the male version in the correct Pokeball, the female version with the hidden ability. Bred those together until I got the correct Eevee with the correct ability and the correct ball. You, I bred 150 Pokemon to you, make that you, happen. You realize that if nondescript thing I don't want to talk about live on the show until we finalize our plans ends up happening, that you're going to have to tell this entire story in even more detail oh, I'm during nondescript thing that I don't yeah. want to talk about during the show in case it doesn't end up happening. Yeah, no, I'm so. going I'm going to give it its full due if that be the case. So With the, the yeah. <laughs> so long and short of it is is probably after about 15 hours, 150 breeds and 24 rare raids, not even counting the common ones, I have my team. So now Jeez. I'm going to breed that team one more time. And I'm going See, to I would have stopped at catching six EVs. I so, would have been like, cool. so for those of you, yeah. So for those of you who don't, um, who don't follow everything Steve just said, he has a team of every EV evolution <laughs> in a different Pokeball for each one. Yeah. So you got your Umbreon in a Moon Ball, and then of course you complement <laughs> that with Espeon in the Dream Ball. <laughs> and I blame Lucas for this, by the way. This is entirely oh his fault. Because he's so, the one that's like, ooh, I want this Pokemon in a heel ball because so it's so cool. So short story long, we really like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, so obviously we're talking a lot Pokemon. We'll probably want to mm -hmm. end it here pretty soon. Yeah. I do want to talk one final Pokemon thing. So how do you guys feel or do, are you affected at all? by this like um, duping phenomenon that's going on with um, the rating right now. Steven? Can you, can you elaborate what you mean by duping before I give my opinion? I, I'm pretty, so there's this like, there's this like thing where 
And maybe if you don't know about it, maybe you should close your ears, Steve, because this might be... Well, um, I probably do. I just want to know which thing I'm actually I'm pretty sure you're talking about the thing. Not to, not to make this, again, long story short, but yeah, isn't so it like the real... thing where you can, you can cut out like during the raid and duplicate the Pokemon and keep battling it over and over again and getting as many as you want? And blah, blah, blah. No, I didn't know that was a thing. So I actually, think what that's this, a thing. What this thing is. is, is that you um, basically, if you want to get the Pokemon that you want in a raid, cool, you can get it in like 10 minutes. Because you just stand in front of the purple raid with the oh. stuff going yeah. on, and then you go to the raid, you start the raid battle. If it's not the Pokemon that you want, you go into your system settings, set the clock yeah. ahead like 100 years, and then it's a new Pokemon, and then you just keep doing that until you get yep. the Pokemon you want. Hey, if people want to ruin their games mm-hmm. by um, right. changing their clock and forever having date-sensitive stuff messed up, like I did yeah, in Animal so, Crossing, well, more power to them. And here's the problem: in order, good to luck even, getting Alchemy. In order to even get the rare raid to spawn, it requires you to exit out of your game just before it saves, which can corrupt your entire game. So buyers beware. But like Lucas said, if that's what people want to do and that's how they want to play their Pokemon game, I don't judge them. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. I mean, Regardless, the the... they're still they're still grinding one way or another. It's just like, a different bef- way to grind. Before that, there were, like, um, you know, game sharks and stuff, and there were sure. hackers who would hack the Pokemon. Like, there's always a, a real way to get a Pokemon and a cheap way to get a Pokemon. And if you do it cheap... It's not as it doesn't feel as special, and if that's okay right. for you, and you just want the tough Pokemon to battle, cool. You're a weirdo. Go for it. Have fun. <laughs> right. But like, you know, it, maybe you don't want to put like 80 hours into a Pokemon like I'm doing. Like, I get yeah. that, you know, and fine, you know, I can respect that. But like for me personally, it would lose all all meaning, you know, because it's like the accomplishment yeah. of doing it and. The fact that you can go back and tell a story like Steve told, where it's like, hey, here's the incredibly lengthy story of how I got all my Eevees. It's like, that's, <laughs> right. that's yeah, a see, cool the, the, thing that he did because he put in the work. That's so. kind of where I'm at, right? Because, like, I, I see everybody online like, this is ruining the experience for me. It's like, is it, though? Like, just no, it's not ruining it's the like, experience for you. It's ruining yeah. the experience for the person who's doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they, they <laughs> in like my say, opinion. They, they're like, and it took me, because they, they tell those stories that Steve did. They're like, and it took me this and this and this, and then all they had to do with this, was this it's like well i mean well, you could have done that but you chose to it's like in minecraft when steve discovered the block duplication glitch yeah, we didn't it have both, to use it well yeah it both made the game easier and also kind of took the achievement of building huge things right. down a notch you know because it's like now okay we have all the blocks so we don't we don't have to spend all that time mining so it's like it's okay it is what it is but it's kind know. of like um when i played my second playthrough of Breath of the Wild, I already knew where I could farm for the best things, and I had all my amiibo that I could scan right away, so it took a lot of the, even though I was playing in master mode, it took a lot of that challenge out, because I knew how to do these things, I knew where it was, I knew it was there, and could just go ahead and do it, even though I had the option not to... I knew I could, so I had to. And if right. that's and if that's fun for you, and if that makes the game better, then fine. Yeah. But you know, it can it can be a detriment, and it's up to you to know that before you go into it. You know. Well, and the thing about it too, though, is it doesn't really change the competitive scene either, because whether people can or can't do that, they're still going to put the time in one way or another to get those rare Pokemon with those rare abilities or those rare mm-hmm. forms. 
So sure. it's just taking a little less time. It's it's not like they're hacking something into the game that's not there. I mean, there are people doing that too. But... It's almost less of an exploit than yeah. the hackers were in the past games. You know, when you right. get you'd get like a shiny Articuno oh, from right. the GTS yeah. and like a Master Ball, and you'd be like, "Okay, guys, like I <laughs> right. get it. You own a Game Shark, like <laughs> right." So, okay, well, I guess it's a good time to close out the Pokemon talk. Um, but, uh, Lucas and Steve, do you happen to have anything else non-Pokemon that you guys wanted to talk about changes system-wise before we toss it to Justin? All I've been playing, man. I, I, I will say that Digimon. I will say that my roommate last night was like, I've never seen the end of Skyrim. And I was like, I can show you the world. <laughs> There's so, an end to Skyrim? Yeah, so we did that, and we went to Sovngarde, and we fought Alduin. And by we, I mean mostly me, but that was fun. So. Are you making these names up? Sovngarde. No. Alduin, the world eater, eater <laughs> of souls in Sovngarde. <laughs> Fair. Well, uh, other than Sovngarde and Digimon, I guess that's it. So, Justin, you're up. What have you been playing, or you got any news you want to talk about? Well, the first news I want to talk about is my review of Ghostbusters. The video game has just this moment gone live on the site, so go to Infendo.com and check that out just in time for Thanksgiving. Um, if you've played my the game, favorite, you'll... My favorite Thanksgiving game. Well, the game takes place at Thanksgiving, so it's an appropriate... It's a time supposed to review. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Um, but uh, I finished that a couple weeks ago, so that's not anything new. Um, actually, to be honest, I haven't really been playing anything new, so mine should be um, short and sweet. Um, I've gotten back into Pokemon Go now that I've got my nice. uh, my uh, my Pokeball Plus um, charged and. You know, I've been and ready for Disneyland or Disney World. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. Like my my <laughs> goal is to carry that with me and and you know hit all the Pokestops I can in the parks because they're everywhere. Um, so yeah, but nothing really new with that. It's Pokemon Go. I play it every day. Catch Pokemon, hit a Pokestop, give a bunch of gifts, and then shut it down. Um, once again, I've mostly been playing on my Xbox One. Uh, kind of got distracted from Red. Well, there was an update for Red Dead Redemption uh, a few days ago, so I couldn't oh, really? play I it. So, so I got back into um, Far Cry Five because they're like the only two games I have on my Xbox, apparently. Even though <laughs> I have dozens. <laughs> That's how I feel but, a lot of the times, because um, all I play is, like, the same, like, three games on my Xbox. If it's not Overwatch, it's Red Dead. If it's not Red Dead, then it's, um, like, what is my third game that I play? Oh, I've been playing Mass Effect lately for some reason, like, the very old, I've old Mass Effect. I've never played Xbox Mass Effect. It, well, it was on sale. All three of them are on sale right now for, like, a dollar a piece. So if you want to get the 360 versions on Xbox One, now's your <sighs> chance. I remember back when Eugene used to play PUBG. Those were good times. Back when <laughs> that he just had, had an update too. So. Back when he had taste. <sighs> um, so what if what have I been playing on my Switch? There was something notable that I wanted to talk about, and it's gone. And I'm just gonna keep talking until I remember what it was. Baldur's Gate. Nope, I don't remember what it was, but um. So, yeah, I don't really have anything new. I've been playing... Untitled Goose Game? Um, 
No, I haven't played that in a while. I booted it up last night and then fell asleep. Um, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 3, I've been playing in, in bits and pieces here and there. Um, is it, Pokemon is it, Let's Go. Is it Galgun? Well. Is it Galgun? I don't know what Galgun is. Galgun is the games. exciting Japanese shooter game where you have Not to easy. defend yourself from rabid high school girls who all want your sweet bod. <laughs> God, I forgot that was the thing. It's a real game. I know, it's anyway, I'm not Lucas talking about it. Eugene and I have both played it. <laughs> um, I did get a Genesis Mini this week, because, you oh. know, pre-Black Friday sales, you can get one for 50 bucks, so I decided to grab one. Um, I I'm hear planning that's actually on hacking good... that and putting more games on it, like I have with all of my other mini systems so you know i hear but. that's actually a good mini console like it's actually pretty well made yeah i almost wasn't going to get one because i have genesis games like a lot of the ones that i wanted already on my um super nes classic but mm -hmm. if i can free up some space on that then why not especially since they're all on this one i'm actually seriously debating the uh, genesis collection on the switch which is 15 dollars because like, do I need it when I have the Genesis Mini? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That Genesis but, uh, Mini ain't going to Disneyland with you. No, this is true. Well, it might. It's portable enough. Um, but, yeah, so, let's see. I haven't played a whole lot the past week. Um, I'm not going to get to play a whole lot over the next couple of weeks. But when I come back... Oh, I remember what I played. Um... <laughs> I finally finished uh, South Park The Stick of Truth this past week. Oh. And so, just in time for the Black Friday sales, of course, Ubisoft pulls out all the stops on their sales. Um, the Fractured Butthole is on sale, so I'm going to pick that up this week and probably start that. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, nothing else exciting there. I'm probably going to have a crap ton of new games to play over the next few weeks, so by the time the Christmas show rolls around, I might have the longest change the system of anybody. <laughs> sure. I have to give and, you an extra uh, timer. My cat is is biting my hand and scratching my arm, so I guess and the music is playing, so I guess it's time for me to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was fitting enough, right? Alright, well then I suppose that's about it for change the system, so we will take a little break right here and we'll be right back. Have you ever wanted to have Justin's face on your underwear? Well, you can if you go to infendo.com store because that's our merch shop and that's what we like to do. And we are back. It is time for Infendo Radio again. Can, but it can is I just say, I didn't know that was a thing we offered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like a full service. Like you come to our studio, which is obviously where we're all recording is in the same studio. And um, <laughs> you can sit on Justin and... That's how we get his face on your underwear. Mm -hmm. so. Well, well that's right it for me, guys. I will see you <laughs> next year. <laughs> no, we, it is time for some bad game descriptions. Steve is here to save us, um, so why don't you save us? Oh, man. Okay, guys. Um, this week we're doing bad game descriptions, and since there are three of you guys, I'm out of breath because I just ran. Um, <laughs> you ran Gaming. so far away. <laughs> Um, we're going to do this Price is Right style, so I'm going to read you a bad game description, and you guys have to tell me without going over the normal retail price, and I'll also tell you if it's on sale if you sound like you want to pick this game up. 
Um, as always, would you like to state just because the description sucks doesn't mean the game is bad? Because we've played plenty <laughs> of good games with bad descriptions. And bought some. Yeah, actually. Um, okay, so our first game. There is no theme tonight, by the way. Other That's than fine. these are all games that are on the Switch. First theme of bad game descriptions. Yes. There is no theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our first one is our patron suggestion. It comes to us from Cult. I believe. Yes, Colt. Had to double check my notes. And oh Did you dear say Lord. you have to double check your NADs? Notes. That's exactly what they're kind of like NADs and just as useful. Alright. There's something wrong with my earphones. I'm gonna give you a point for that. Ding! <laughs> Alright, I got my obligatory point even as the host. I love it. Alright, guys, I need you to listen carefully. This is a very important description, okay? Alright. Hovering in the sky over Edo City with a loincloth. This jetpack firefighting 3D action game has the most mysterious operation feeling ever. Gentlemen, please tell me the retail price of this game. Huh. All oh right. Boy. I'm not even uh, entirely sure that description was oh for boy. all the same game. Should... That sounds like there are four of them. I think we should go from prettiest to ugliest, so I will get us started. Um, I'm going to say that this game retails for $199, Alex. Okay. Steve, you have to tell us who's next. Who's the... Uh, <laughs> Justin, you're going next. Oh, that's the bull. You're, on, gonna... you're on the notes. That's, it goes Lucas, Justin, Eugene, in that order on the notes, and we have to go by the notes. There is no deviation allowed. <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to go with two ninety nine. Okay. Cold-blooded. Well, Eugene. Um, well, my ugly face is going to guess... Mm, God, for some reason I want to say ten bucks. It's gonna be an expensive game. Okay. I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> Gentlemen, the game with the loincloth, which is the picture I posted in our Discord. I'm not gonna try and pronounce because it's some crazy Japanese game. Um, Otokomizu, I think is what it is. It retails for the ripe round price of nine dollars. Justin, <clears throat> you get your first point. Eugene was over by a single dollar. Son of a gun! Yeah, but Steve admitted that I'm the prettiest. So. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about these club. Price is Right rules. Price of is Right rules. Yeah, remember, Price is Right rules. That's I should have used my ugliness to my me. advantage. He's wearing a loincloth and hovering. That's, yeah, are that's you, <laughs> yeah, don't look a good up. combination. Don't look up. I mean, <laughs> is unless, he wear, you know. Is there anything unless under the loincloth? That's yeah. the real question. No, that's the whole point of wearing a loincloth, dude. Have you... Have none of you ever worn a loincloth? Come really? On. Well, I know Come what I want for Christmas. Really? <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Here is our next awful game description. The ancient art of hamster alchemy, a long-forgotten lore until now. Join the team at Hamsters, Inc. as they delve into the practice that reveal that hamsters must endure as many near-death experiences as possible, and over time, the furry little balls of fun turn to bronze, silver, and gold. That was a really long sentence. <laughs> it's your job to ensure that they survive the ordeal before they get melted down and turned into a fancy pair of earrings. I feel like that's kind of a counterintuitive Boy. goal, but all right. <laughs> Gentlemen, what do you think this game retails for? Huh. I guess Justin so, goes first this yeah, time? Yeah, since Lucas went this? first last time, Justin, you will be first this time. Uh, I I don't know. I'm just going to go with Cinco Dolores. 
Okay. That's excellent. For those for those of you that don't speak Spanish, that is five dollars. See. <laughs> no. Yes. All right, Eugene. Um, seis. Okay, seis. Also known as six dollars. Well, I heavily predict that this game retails for four ninety nine. So, in the interest of prices writing it, I'm gonna <laughs> go with one penny, Stephen. Okay. I'm glad you did that because I wasn't sure what to do if if everybody had overbid on this. <laughs> they, they I think I won, and Nobody guys. gets the point. <laughs> okay, well, Lucas gets the point this time because this game retails for sixty cents. Oh God! And the crazy oh, thing is, is that's dang. that's not even the sale price. There is no sale on this game. Wow! <laughs> it actually retails for sixty cents. I almost respect that. Like, you know what you did, and you're just... Oh, good for you guys. Interestingly enough, though, it doesn't look like that bad of a game from the screenshots. Mm. So, and by the way, that one was called Henry the Hamster Handler. I really I really appreciate its nihilistic approach on game design, where uh -huh. you're trying to keep the hamsters alive, but ultimately the effort is futile. They will all be made into jewelry. <laughs> yeah, I, do you guys have a pair of hamster earrings? I didn't know that was a thing. I'll never tell. <laughs> Alright guys, here's the next one. And fun fact, I actually own this game. Blank Shante, is a... Shovel Knight. <laughs> Minecraft game. Good, good try. Blank is a neon-infused one-button arcade game. It is an addictive, just-one-more-round score attack that will test your reflexes. Blank and blank, I can't say that because it's basically the title, between the top and bottom of your screen as you attempt to avoid obstacles, collect points, and smash helpful power-ups. Try to survive as long as you can. Simple one-button controls, just pressing the blank blank button, allows you to cross the screen from top to bottom or vice versa. Wait for the proper time and don't hit it, or don't, and don't hit enemies. Features. An endless fast-paced challenging arcade style, art, let's see, arcade style gameplay that constantly gets harder. Unlock a variety of unique cosmetic skins for your player using the points you've accumulated. Close call system rewards points for playing dangerously and nearly hitting objects. <laughs> Dual mode allows you to control two players for a brain-bending challenge by yourself or cooperatively with a friend. Yes, Lucas, you can play the game with yourself. And it's not Pokemon. Infinite mode changes the game and adds an incredibly difficult new challenge for I experts. think I know what this game is. I, I feel like I do too, but I'm scared. I think you're my wish list. <laughs> Gentlemen, what does this game retail for? Eugene, you're up. I guess I better... Close Damn. the eShop before I, I accidentally I at, see it. <laughs> wish I was at first. Um, I'm going to go with $9.99, Bob. Okay. I love how I get a different host each time. I'm uh, kind of thinking... Uh, I I want this to be Bit Trip Runner, but I don't think it is. Um... But if it were Bit Trip Runner, I would say that it retails for $19.99. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take kind of the middle ground here, and I'm gonna say that this game retails for $14.99. Okay. Uh, well, see, Lucas just brought up the point that, um, yeah, you don't usually get the cheapo games, and the game that this sounded like is actually a cheap game, but since I don't have any other ideas, and <laughs> you guys have both picked the prices I was 
thinking about picking, I'm gonna go with my original thought and um, five ninety nine. Okay. It's over, Eugenikin. I have the high ground. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, Steve actually gets the point this time because this game retails for ninety nine cents. You were my brother, Eugene. Ding dong XL. It is. Ding dong XL. Now guys, you see why I couldn't say ding and dong. Guys, how good was Star Wars? <laughs> what? Steve is I in, love you. Steve has been yeah. in his own little world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next I'm round, gonna boys! To, I'm going to get to see the new Star Wars land in about a week, so. Ooh. You know. Yeah, you know what? I hate you. Scrap Bring this. Bring me something back, Justin. Game's over, guys. <laughs> We're now a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> Done. I could get down with that. I've got two words, but Justin will right. kill me for so, spoiling so it. So Hayden Christensen or um, what was Earl Jones? What's his first name? James. James. Who was the more attractive uh, Darth Vader, guys? <laughs> James. Duh. <laughs> That's a dumb question. The more... Tr- Never mind. <laughs> next question. All right, guys. Here's our next round. Ten cute pets, including special play and learn properties. Do you know what else a bear has to do with honey? And maybe you can guess what the horse eats? Meet our animals and match what the right food the that cat, eat? mouse, oh, no. dog, and other pets eat. Gentlemen, what does this game retail for? Oh, and I believe it's once again time for the most beautiful of the hosts to go first. Um, Eugene. <laughs> I want to say... That this, He's not wrong. I want to say that this game is incredibly cheap. And I think with that cheapness... Like your mom. Thank you for that. And I think with that cheapness comes a certain lack of quality, like Justin's jokes. So I'm going to go with... <laughs> 99 cents. Nice. <laughs> All right, Justin of the bad jokes. Your guess. I've, I've got I've got no idea, so I'm gonna let let Siri pick. Give me a <laughs> random number between one and twenty. It's seventeen. Seventeen. That so seems go reasonable. With, go with that. I, I will go with I will go with sixteen ninety nine. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I'm sure I went over, but you know. That feels like a lifeline. Eugene, what is, I'm com- you, I'm committing to my. <laughs> Eugene, are you gonna let Alexa guess yours? Oh no, I don't have Alexa. I've got Google. Okay, but, Google. Um, <laughs> see, I've got headphones on this time. You can't tell it. To play <laughs> one day, one day he will not have headphones on, and we will get. Oh, well, no, there's been a day. He, I've done it. <laughs> so my guess. And it makes editing fun. Since I am the last of the Mohicans, um, is going to be one penny, because I can't. All right, Lucas, congratulations I on getting <laughs> his pet care for $1.49. Woohoo! Jeez. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be, like, another 30-cent game. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys, here we go. How long will you survive on the clock face while jumping as fast as you can? Play Blank, an incredibly fun arcade game for up to four players. This sounds like a game with a lot of depth. <laughs> blank is a tiny, highly addictive, single and lo- local multiplayer arcade game. Play as a 
fly, jumping on the clock face while avoiding the clock hands. Jump as fast as you can and leave your opponents behind. How long will you survive in this fast-paced, incredibly fun, and endless jumper game? Try it in solo play or gather your friends in battle in a local multiplayer with up to four people. Jump fast and unlock all the unique characters, fun watches and hats. Style your favorite insect the way you want. Blank, featuring, addictive, easy to learn, hard to master gameplay, single player mode, local mode, multiplayer mode, 16 characters to unlock, 17 stylish hats, 5 watches to jump on, and the <laughs> most important feature of all, rock and roll soundtrack I like how. Mark. I like how one of the features is five watches to jump on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. What do you think? Justin, you're up. I haven't the foggiest idea. $9.99. Okay. Eugene? Oh, God. Um, One dollar, Drew. One dollar. Rukasu. Oh, I want to be a jerk, and I'm going to be a jerk. A dollar and one penny. <laughs> oh, <Drew>. no! <laughs> no! <laughs> he took it, didn't he? Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fools! <laughs> you can't even fault him on that. That was good. <laughs> And just, actual, I need to start trying harder. Actual retail price of basically just jump rope the video game is... <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm tempted to call it right there. I want to know, <laughs> know, know what the actual price oh, was. Oh, I didn't tell you guys that? No. Sorry. $1.99. Ah. <laughs> 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 And the game was called Fly a Clock. Oh, oh of course it was. Jeez. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Here is our last game, gentlemen. And I don't have anything else prepared, so Eugene, if you get this, it's a tie. Oh, boy. Oh, that's what? a lie. Justin, if you get this, it's a tie. Eugene, what? I'm sorry. You're screwed. <laughs> no, wait. What I score do you have, point. Justin? I had... Yeah, Lucas but... has two. Justin has one. I've got Lucas with three and me with one. Oh, okay. Well, then this game's worth two points. points. <laughs> Make it worth oh, yeah, two. two Come on. Give me a tie. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. So this game's worth two points, which fits because it took two pages for me to get the entire description. Oh, and boy. Two minutes for you to figure out the math. <laughs> hey, I don't math. I IT. There's a reason. Put that on a t shirt. <laughs> Ooh, can we make that? Okay. Not anymore. Here we go, guys. <laughs> a minimal, fast-paced arcade game. Beware, this game is really hard. If you like challenges or you don't mind losing a lot, this game is for you. One simple rule. Shoot only the squares that have the same color background. Or wait, have the same color as the background. The bad guys. One simple goal. Survive 64 seconds. Shoot first, listen later. Reflexes and memory are the key to this game. We use rhythm as hints in certain parts, but you should trust more in your eyes. A more formal description. Uh, 
This is a minimal fast-paced arcade game where you shoot the squares that have the same color as the background. But since the background is constantly changing, everyone can be a bad guy. Hmm. That's kind of... A more formal description. Blank is a minimal fast-paced arcade game where you shoot the squares that have the same color as the background. <laughs> but since the background is constantly changing, everyone can be a bad guy. No, I did not just have a stroke. House. Features. <laughs> that is the actual game description. Features. And fast. the more formal yeah. game description. A more formal... I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Fast-paced action. Awesome chiptune soundtrack. One unique mechanic each level. And endless mode. All right. Game. What do you guys think this goes for? First off, a PSA, game designers, you don't have to advertise, like... <laughs> A new mechanic every level. Like, that's just... That's not a good uh, game. That's why you're on bad game is, descriptions. Isn't that just, <laughs> isn't that's, that just gaming? That's like games, yeah. You Just like, no. Boy, you were so close. That's a but cool idea. A new mechanic each level. Yeah, that's exciting. More than I can promise in my game right now. Anyway, who's going Could first? Could you tell me that more formally, please? Uh, yeah, a more formal description. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Eugene, you are up, sir. Um, I want, I, I don't know what I want. I want this game to be priced at like $30, but I know it's not. So I'm going to guess 30 cents. 30 cents. All right, Lucas. <clears throat> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I actually, I have respect for original concepts, and I think this is a relatively original concept. And as such, I think that this game retails for $5. So I'm going to say $4.99. Okay. This is not Jump Rope. This is a game. So. With a new mechanic each level. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's five bucks worth of content right there. <laughs> All I right, don't have, I don't have nearly as much confidence in this game. Um, so I'm going for $1.99, right in the middle. I could see yeah. it being that. I'm hoping it'll be that. All right, gentlemen. Do I get extra points if I get it right on the money? You, you do. Know what? You get if, one extra point. If you get it right on the money, you win. Mm -hmm. I'm sure but, I won't regret that in 30 seconds. <laughs> but, Justin, you are not right on the money, unfortunately, but you do still get your two points. Yay. Because the game 64.0 retails for $2.99. A lot of numbers. Miss it by that much. I thought it was going to be 64 cents and I was going to be like, oh, Eugene, so close <laughs> but so far. That is genius marketing right there. You should go into marketing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of actually like there's there, there is a game that retails for the price of the number on the game. It's like 2054 or whatever, and it uh -huh. retails for 2054. And I just remember thinking, like, so the worth of your game isn't tied to, like, the quality of the game. It's tied to how hilarious it is that it's the same name as you, <laughs> like, you know. But I digress. What do I know? I'm just incredibly judgmental. So, so Lucas and Justin, congratulations on tying because I didn't think to bring a tiebreaker. Thank you. I always enjoy a good tie, and I'm sure our wonderful listeners do, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be wearing a tie in, in a week. Doesn't that get me extra points? <laughs> Actually, that I will give you points. a bonus quarter point, unless it's a bow tie. <laughs> um, I wore yeah, a bow tie, so I get bonus uh, points. I, I dare you tie, to but... go to your own wedding in the t-shirt that looks like a tuxedo. You do that, <laughs> and I'll give you a half a point. 
You do that, Jeez. you might not be married. Not even a full point. <laughs> what, what Steve said. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't even get a full marriage, and you're not even giving him a full point. Jeez. Um, all right, well, we are going to take a little break here. We're going to answer your questions from the question block. We'll be right back. Got a question you're just dying to know the answer to? Head on over to patreon.com slash infendoradio, and for three bucks a month, you can ask us anything you want. All right, we're back. It is time for the question block. I have a few questions from my beautiful-looking patrons right in front of me, so I'm going to start with Colton, and he asks, You're sitting at a bar with Theodore Roosevelt, Harriet Tubman, and the Easter Bunny. No, I don't like the way this is going. I remember this game. It was awful. (laughs) The Easter Bunny asks how everyone's day was. Teddy Roosevelt hates the Easter Bunny, so he ignores him and asks if you could blend two games together perfectly to make one game that's a mix of both worlds, genres, game styles, etc., what would they be? Well, first, I would say, Mr. Bunny, thank you for coming. I apologize for Teddy. He's off his meds. He's a little... But, but he's usually a cool guy, so please forgive him for that. Um, in terms of games that I would blend together, though... Um, oh, this is easy. I, I want to say... God, I, I kind of hate myself for this, because I've kind of already got the, the beta version of this in my hands right now, but I'm thinking Pokemon and Skyrim? Something in Skyrim! Uh, a few years ago, I would have said Zelda and Skyrim, but we saw how that worked out for me, so I guess Pokemon <laughs> and Skyrim? Let's do that. That seems like fun. So, wait, 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 wait. No. I want Skyrim <laughs> and, like, Rune Factory or some kind of life sim game. Maybe Fire Emblem or something. I want a game where I can, like, go and explore a big open world like in Skyrim. But I also want to have, like, a town I can go to with people that I can have relationships with and get a house and, you know, like, really, really homey. So let's go with that. Rune Factory and Skyrim. Okay. All right. So, so I've actually got this one. I want Pokemon and Digimon because Pokemon has got to be one of my all-time favorite games. But there is some stuff about Digimon that I like better, like de-digivolving and then digivolving into different forms to get Very new moves true. and abilities. It's sort of like Pokemon breeding, but not really. I think it. I think the Digimon does it a little better in that way. It's a little easier. You don't have to have like eight boxes of Eevees just to get the Eevee with the ability that you want. You sure. can just de-digivolve and then digivolve into something else. So, but I want every, I basically want everything in Pokemon except that one aspect from Digimon put into it. <laughs> okay. But let me ask you this. Would you take the, which monsters do you want? Do you want pocket monsters or do you want Digimon? Oh, pocket monsters all the way. Okay. I mean, Agumon, Black Agumon and Black Agumon can make an appearance. That's it. I just want my <laughs> Pokemons. Fair. I, I insist on Lalamon. Otherwise, no deal. Well, la- actually, Lalamon and whatever that grass Pokemon you were using at the beginning with the long legs, that those two actually work well together. They fit very well together, yes. What is that Pokemon called again? I ship them. Um, you're talking <laughs> about uh, Zarina? Yes, that one. Justin, what you mixing? Um... I don't know. You know, I've been trying to think of one this whole time. In fact, I was hoping the discussion would go longer. And <laughs> when I, while I was trying to think of what I wanted to combine my one game with, I came up with a backup plan and then forgot what the backup plan was. The, the, the first thing that I was thinking of 
was, and I've said this before, I would combine The Legend of Zelda with something cyberpunky. Like, I've always wanted to have a futuristic Zelda. Like, the gameplay and lore of a Zelda game, but with, like, a, you know, neon-infused Tron-slash-the-Matrix style of presentation. Sure. But um, I can't think of a specific game to combine it with. Um, as far as a backup plan, uh, I don't know. I can't remember what that was. So I'm going to go with, well, we'll say Zelda and Tron, even though Tron isn't really a video game per se. It has video games. It's an it's an it's, yeah. It's we'll, an aesthetic. We'll, we'll accept it. Zelda yeah, and that one Flash version of Tron we all played back in the nineties. <laughs> Lucas, what about Pokemon and Minecraft? That would be interesting. But oh, I, I remember. Uh, my backup plan was going to be Pokemon and Breath Mine, of the Wild, Minecraft? which I think is what everybody oh. wants. So sure. <laughs> see, Steve, I um I prefer Skyrim over Minecraft because there's a That's little fair. more plot. A little less creative well, freedom, obviously. I, I was thinking the ability to build your own places, but still have yeah. monsters that you can capture in there rather than having yeah. a lot. See, I just, I just want that with like the, the like again. I've said this like fifty times tonight, but like Skyrim is the open world game to beat for me. Mm-hmm. So like right. you know, you you take that open worldy exploration, always something new around every corner, three hundred plus hours of gameplay, and you mix that with Pokemon. It's like okay, take my money. So I'm going to go with somewhat of a mix of Pokemon and something else, but I'm going to take a little bit of a different route and go with Pokemon the trading card game. And interestingly enough, I want it mixed with Metroid Prime. And here's why. I'd like there to be like it to be like gated somehow where you you know have to collect certain cards before you can go to certain places or alternatively if we're going to go traditional um, pokemon and metroid prime have it so then okay you have to collect the water pokemon to like get past this certain obstacle but you have to have this specific water pokemon with like this specific ability type of thing you know like that would be cool mm-hmm. all right go I've, I've got it I want the Pokemon trading card game mixed with Metroid Prime Pinball. Okay, yeah. I don't know how it will work, but it just sounds <laughs> absurd. I want the pod racing from Episode 1 <laughs> mixed with the spaceship battles from Super Mario Land. Make it happen, Nintendo. <laughs> All right, so hear me out. Slacker Monkey asks, You're skydiving with Washington, uh, George Washington and Thanos. Things get heated between the two, and in a scuffle, you're pushed out like of the plane always. either uh, earlier than intended. Once you're falling from the plane, you notice that, that in the sky, a question written on a banner written uh, being dragged behind a different plane, you read it, and it asks, if today was your last day on Earth and you had to pick a last meal, what would you pick? I turn to the camera, and I give a little smirk, and I go, a little late, because I'm already <laughs> falling to my death. That was that was going to be my my joke. It's not my last day on Earth because as soon as I hit the Earth, I'm no longer alive. <laughs> to answer the actual question, a sushi, medi- a medium well mm. steak mm. with garlic mashed potatoes and white gravy. I and would a say, Pepsi. I would say you're overcooking that steak, but I like what you're picking. Actually, sushi well, or a Big ooh, Mac. I changed my mind. 
a steak cooked by Eugene and his wife <laughs> with garlic mashed potatoes and white gravy and a Pepsi. I forgot that we made steaks that night. That was the, that was one of the best steaks I've ever had. <laughs> Rolled pizza. I don't like steak. Two Ooh. impossible whoppers. Oh. Um a tub of chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Some ice cream in the freezer. Some chocolate milk, a bag of sour cream and onion potato chips. Man, um, macaroni and cheese. A loaf of bread, a container of milk, and a stick of butter. And for someone, (laughs) and for someone to find a way to make a good vegetarian spicy fried chicken. So someone, Lucas, you forgot one thing. What? the blunt so you can actually eat all that at once. <laughs> and the blunt. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> now, I would so, like I would like I would like sorry, Eugene. Um my my one gripe, Colt was on a call with me the other night and he's like, "Lucas, you're so talented and handsome and perfect at everything you do, but is there a food that you miss because you don't eat meat anymore?" And I was like, "Well, Colton, if I had to think of just one food, it's impossible because I'm so great." But <laughs> Imagining I'm not, I would say fried chicken. That that crunch, like I know most of you guys don't have Publix where you are because that's kind of a southern chain, but they make the world's best fried chicken, and it is just it is just chicken tenders that are like triple battered and fried, and it's got that <laughs> when you crunch into it, kind of crunch. <laughs> you have to have the crunch, and you're eating yeah. it. You're eating it for the skin, not for the chicken. I mean, the chicken yep. is moist and tender, but you're getting that, <laughs> you know, that I, I I've been able to simulate almost everything. But I've never been able to get quite that level of crunch in a fake chicken. <laughs> so that would be nice. All right. I mean, All right. essentially, just you need croutons, and that there you go. <laughs> it's not the same crunch. Not quite the same. It's also, the same also, um, when I was a child, see now, see way to go, Sky. You brought it all this up. When I was a child, <clears throat> and I used to go to. Um, junior senior high school because i was a very special boy um i used to get the spicy chicken tenders and a thing of chocolate milk and those two flavors together that like buffaloey spicy chicken with the crunch mixed with the chocolate milk was like the best god your mouth is on fire from the chicken and then you drink the chocolate milk and it's like the best merging of flavors (laughs) Like, sign me up for that everlasting. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had chocolate milk and fried chicken, but now I want to try I it. think you gotta, you got to get some nice spicy, okay. like orange spicy chicken, fried chicken, okay, and, have, so. and have the chocolate milk to douse the fire in your mouth. So and I know what I'm going to do, good. Lucas. I'm going to go to the store, and I can't do this tomorrow because it's Thanksgiving and nowhere's open. Um, but I'm going to go to the store. And I'm going to buy a thing of the Frank's buffalo sauce because that's my favorite buffalo sauce. And I'm going to go to KFC and buy some chicken fingers and get a chocolate milk while I was at the store before I went to KFC. And I'm going to try that because that sounds amazing. It was really good. And I feel like I'm, I'm failing as a vegetarian by encouraging you all to go out and eat some chicken. But here we are. So go get that, man, because it was good. Fair. Well, if this was my last meal on the earth, like you guys, I don't know... I don't know what I'm choosing, but I think I'm just choosing some yummy, go- yummy good stuff. I know I'm getting a big tub of cookie dough uncooked that I'm just going to eat with a spoon because I'm that guy. Um, but also, you say I that think like I... it's a bad thing. Yeah, really. <laughs> There's a reason they sell edible cookie dough now. Yeah, right? seriously. But um, also, I'm going to get 
some pozole because that just it's like the best huh? meal that I can think of. Like, Pozole? that's always the meal, my go-to meal that I'll always want. Like, if somebody's gonna, like, if somebody but in the family's like, "Hey, what should I cook?" It's pasole. Now, if someone didn't know what pasole was, how would you describe <laughs> this meal? Oh boy, it's so- it's soggy corn basically. Um, it's it's like soggy wow, corn. how appetizing! You it, it, <laughs> Truly, not... your culture is a rich tapestry of wonders. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not obviously exactly that. It's got a right. good crunch to it if you cook it right. However, um, it's called hominy. It's a. It, it's basically like corn, kind of. And okay. you have you ever had? You've never had? No, I don't know what it is. You oh, I thought you. I thought have, you were. I thought none you. None of like, us have ever had it. Oh geez. no, I, I was like. It is not as. Asking. It is not as common as you apparently. Okay, think well it then is. I'm I know, gonna give you. I know beans and green chili. I know Navajo tacos. So Pozole is. Just um, Navajo. He just said Navajo, like he was a cowboy in a nineteen eighties <laughs> like western. So Pozole is a. It's a. It's so good. It's it's hominy is what it is. That's that's the. We don't the, know what that is. In the, it, 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 it looks like it looks I'm like corn again, it. but but it's um, inside the Pozole. You're gonna put some red chili, and you're gonna put whatever okay. your your flavor of meat is i typically go with steve you'll like this because i go with I'll, steve I'll, too <laughs> usually i'll uh, i'll cook up a uh, a steak and okay. i'll cut it up and put it in my pozole but traditionally you'll put pork in there but yeah it's yeah. just really good it's a it's a dish that you'll typically have around this time of year if you're from new mexico okay well and see it's funny you say that and maybe that has something to do with it rolled pizza which i have friends who are like what isn't it's a calzone i'm like no it's different but i don't know how it's different but it's different but anyway that is a dish that we traditionally make around new year's and it's my favorite food Hmm. so now see when you say rolled pizza i'm thinking you take your pizza and you literally roll it up that's pretty much what you do you you take a piece okay so you take your frijoles and you add your pizones and you know you you take a pizza you put you know the sauce on you put the cheese on yep i you used to put chopped meat but i don't do that anymore and then you just um you know you got it all together and you roll it and you roll it on top of each other and it's a pizza and everyone's like oh that's just a calzone and i'm like no it's better than a calzone you just don't understand well a calzone so, is basically a pizza dough wrapped around yeah it's which not is, rolled that's yeah, the difference yeah. it's um apparently it's kind of a sicilian thing and i think the term has kind of fallen out of fashion because even when i went to like google it nobody knew what i was talking about and everybody <laughs> said it was a calzone but well, yeah, I stand you by say rolled pizza and people think Totino's I, pizza rolls. I stand yeah, that's by. What I, was I stand too. by the fact that it is different and it is better. So, huh. and you don't oh, you God, don't I, dip it I'm in hungry. sauce or anything. It's all sauced up on the inside. It's good. Sure, you eat it. Yeah, I'm hungry now. And Eugene, <laughs> that looks awesome. It's so good. Yeah, right. It, it's uh, it's uh. It's just like a delicacy in New Mexico. Like everybody eats it around this time of year. I, I forget that like there's certain things in certain parts of the country that just other people just like you know certain foods so, that just don't happen everywhere. So you know? like sometimes you or Steve will be talking to me about something in Utah and he'll be like, "Oh, the sister wives came to visit today." Yeah. And I'll be like, "I'll be like, what's that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a group of Mormon missionaries that come to your house every Sunday and check in on your family and see how you're doing." And I'm like, "That's unusual." And he's like, "Is it?" That was like what we were having yeah. where you're like, you're like, "Oh, you take your pizzoli." And we're like, "What is that?" <laughs> Oh well, a pizzoli is made up of five frangules. Well, what's a f- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's great. I remember it a day where like we used to talk about sci-fi, Nintendo. <laughs> it sounds like some sort of sci-fi movie like monetary unit. <laughs> sure. If you would like to get us this off topic on the next episode, you can do like Sky Pharaoh did and become our patron at patreon.com slash radio. <laughs> However, to be fair, that um, question was brought to you by Slacker Monkey. Oh, that wasn't a Sky Pharaoh? I heard the S and I just kind of, I guess, zoned out. Or it could have been the <laughs> fact that the question was 15 minutes long. <laughs> sure. I remember the I remember the subject of the question. Thanos was in a fight with some other dude in an airplane and he pushed me out. And I, I turned to the camera. George Washington. I he turned to the camera and go, sir. it's a living. And, yeah. <laughs> Fair. All right, well, what do you guys say we get out of here for the week? It's a holiday evening, holiday eve, if you're from um, the United States. Andy, I don't know what you're celebrating tonight, but um, that's okay. You can celebrate. <laughs> He's with celebrating in Fendo. They have, night, they have nothing. To, they have nothing to be thankful for. All of their colonies have left them, and they're a dying empire. <laughs> I was gonna say, he's, he's celebrating the f- fact that all of the Puritans finally left England and went to start their own country. <laughs> uh, actually, they're probably celebrating their lack of a Amer- certain American president currently. Yeah, it's okay. They've got, they've got their own guys. So Also, Andy currently resides in Singapore, so all of these True. UK-isms that we're doing are only like half-truths. Right. <laughs> so. Yes, there's nothing wrong with Singapore. <laughs> hey, they have the best airport in the world. And Trust me, I know. Pirates. He's mentioned it a lot. So. And, and now that we have officially lost all of our listeners in three continents... <laughs> it's okay. Eugene can just edit it out make it all seem wonderful. That's what he does. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, we're, we are going to get out of here for the night. It has been a show... However, since it is um, the last episode of the month, um, we actually have some thank yous to get to. So so we would like to thank all of our patrons, one and all. Um, thank you for helping to support the show. Um, honestly, without you guys, you know, what would we be doing? You know, we've, we'd be talking to ourselves, and that's not no fun. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. So I'm going to start at the top of the list. Thank you, Andrew Searson, Apollo Lemon. Um, Colton, Daniel Gaskin, E.P. Knothead, Jonathan Lewis, Malik Emerus, Mark Nowak, Metal Mike, Mike Larson, Mustard Giant Cow, Minus 64, Phantom, Robert Gaskin, Schnazzy One, Sky Pharaoh, Slacker Monkey, and the Brianosaurus. Thank you for helping to bring the show each and every week. Um, and with that, we are going to get out of here for the evening. So I would like you all to just follow me on Twitter. Go ahead and follow at Infendo Eugene. But follow at, at Infendo as well if you're going to just do one thing that I tell you. Um, do that. You can learn about all the things that we're posting and doing um, on Infendo.com. Where would you like to the people to follow you, Lucas? Um, I would like the people to follow me on my Twitter, I guess, which is at chromatic hue. Or is it at chromatic underscore hue? I can never keep track. It's anyway, it is thank no you, Stephen. Go there. I know, because I have to type it into my Switch when I tag you. Follow me, and um, I've been posting. Not all of my sessions have been live streams, like I was originally hoping for, because... Wow, I'm busy right now, but I have been working on my game, and I plan to continue working on my game for the next 95 days. So you can catch some of those live streams when I stream at like 5 a.m. and watch me work on a game. That'd be cool. And that's kind of that's kind of it. Just do that, and I'll love you forever. Awesome. 
Um, Steven, where can the people watch you stream? I've seen you play Beat Saber. Yeah, um, you, they, you can actually watch me stream. I haven't done one of those in a while, but I need to. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow for a bit. Um, over at twitch.tv slash gentus. You can find me at gentus1 on Twitter. And you can find me in our Discord. And gentus is spelled J-E-N-T-A-S. Very nice. Um, well, Justin, aside from the magical world of Disney, where can the people find you? Well, you can find me tweeting about the magic map. The manacle. The manacle world of Disney. I like that. If you play that in reverse, there's actually a secret message. Take two. I don't even remember what the lead was. Justin, where can people find you? You can find me tweeting about the magical world of Disney at Utilidork. Um, U-T-I-L-I-D-O-R-K and um, with any luck I sh- will have some exciting news by the end of the year to share with that. At the very least you'll get to see some of my uh, pictures and postings uh, with my wedding and honeymoon and family vacation that are all combined into one. So, um, so there's that. You can also follow my Nintendo uh Twitter at Infendo Justin, and yeah, um, go to Infendo.com, read my review of Ghostbusters. Nice. What did you score it? Are you gonna make the viewers tune in to find out? Well, I'd like I'd like people to to all right. Since it's on sale right now, and there's a chance that the people um, who don't listen live won't get to won't get to it before the sale is over sorry it's end of the night um, i gave it a four i gave it a four out of a, a four out of five with the caveat that most of your appreciation for the game will come from your appreciation of the ghostbusters movies and franchise if you're not a fan of ghostbusters you might not get nearly as much out of the video game that's fair but if you're a fan of ghostbusters then it's definitely a four out of five nice at least yeah i i almost would score it higher personally because i, I at least from what i remember playing it back in the xbox 360 it was just a blast you know yeah there's there's some things that 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 aren't great and the switch version is handicapped slightly sure. but i mean really if if it's the only system you got you won't be missing out on anything so sure read the review see what you, see what you think um i definitely recommend the game if you're a ghostbusters fan um which version you get will depend on how much you care about the things that bothered me sure all right well then i think that's it um again if you're in the united states i hope you all have a great holiday weekend um if you're not in the united states i hope you have a great weekend anyways because we love you just fine just the same um so with that for you exactly totally um so yeah with that we're gonna get out of here um we'll see y'all next time except for justin um congratulations on your wedding we hope you have a great Mm -hmm. great honeymoon yeah congrats see you real soon peace bye bye Bye. eugene you want to do this one with me come on three two one Bye-bye! There we go.
You've heard the amazing produce show we have. You've never seen the stuff that we actually do when we record. You can do that every Wednesday night at twitch.tv slash radio.